Frontier Missions Journal. Stories of hope for the unreached with Adventist Frontier Missions. Hi, my name is Sean Mays. I'm a missionary with Adventist Frontier Missions, and I'm serving in the country of Albania. My wife and I have been in Albania for about 12 years, and as our work has progressed, we've decided to open a center of influence so it'll increase our our reach and and contact in the city through doing English classes, uh, small business startup classes, things that are allowing people to be able to keep the Sabbath and being able to find out how to operate and run and choose a business that will work in in our part of the city is a a big need. We'll also have computer classes, guest speakers coming in to share different topics. But it's it's going to be a community center that's open six days a week. And on Sabbath, it'll also serve as a worship center for satellite groups within our city to be able to come together for a corporate meeting on, on Sabbath. Now, how this all began is uh, we, we were searching for years for a place that we could purchase. And land prices in Albania, you would think that, you know, a square meter of land was a, a square meter of gold. The prices are so expensive. And over the last few years, the prices continued to go higher and higher and higher. And we finally decided that with the funds that we had raised over the previous few years, they weren't going to be enough for us to purchase a piece of land and to build us something that we wanted exactly to our specifications. So we started looking at other options. We started looking at purchasing a building that was already built. And, you know, that would have been great. We figured we could remodel for just a, a little bit of money and we'd, we'd have a center that was going to be ready really quick. And uh, Albania is a place where the have not had building codes, they haven't had building inspections, they haven't had building permits for a lot of years. And the state finally came down and they said, no more construction. We're going to get a a handle on this. And there's 400 buildings in Barat that are going to be torn down. Now there's a list of the buildings that uh, were going to be torn down, but only a select few had this list. Now every building in Barat went up for sale, but they wouldn't tell you if it was one that was scheduled to be torn down. So we had large hotels that were being dynamited and taken down, um, restaurants that were being taken down, apartment buildings that were being taken down, houses being taken down. So everybody was was on edge if your building was going to be lost or not. So we decided that it wouldn't be a good investment for us to buy a building and then have it disappear the next week. So we continued to wait and we continued to pray. I frequent a halal restaurant. They make great vegetarian pizzas and they make great vegetarian sandwiches.
and I'd been going into this restaurant for probably about three or four months and every time I'd go in I'd get I'd get really bad service but I'd continue to persevere because they had really good food and I'd stand in line I would be the last one to be served and finally they just said you know hey why do you stay here you know we, we never serve you. you you're always last and I said well you guys got the best food in town and all of a sudden they were very excited about me being there and the fact that I could speak Albanian to them they knew I was Western. They didn't know exactly what I did, but uh, they knew I liked their food. So now the relationship began to grow, and every time I would come in, they would, hello, how are you? They'd give me the Albanian hugs, the Albanian kisses, and they said, go ahead and go upstairs. We know what you want, because you always order the same thing. We'll have it sent up in just a few minutes. So the relationship had continued, and it changed abruptly, and now I was more or less one of their brothers. Well, the owner of this shop, um, he also had other businesses in our city. He decided that he was going to build a large building with two floors of commercial space and six floors of residential on top. So we started looking at it, and one of my friends that is uh, in ministry with me in Albania, he's a, uh, a worker, a national worker of ours. He was on the lookout for a place that we could, we could purchase. And he started talking to this owner of these businesses. He said, I know you're going to build this. And he said, David is, is wanting to buy a space. And he says, well, you tell him to come talk to me and we'll see what he needs. Now, originally, the owner had planned to keep the ground floor and the first floor all to his own. He was just going to rent these places out for businesses. And uh, we decided that there was a one end of the building that would serve very well. It was on a main road right at a bus stop. It would serve good for our purposes as a center of influence, easily accessible to the community, in a safe part of town, a place where families were going to be. There was lots of apartment buildings going up in this area of town, so we were going to have a lot of traffic. We'd have uh, windows on the street, and we decided this would be a great spot. So we began negotiations for a purchase of this space, about 200 square meters. Well, after we had finally finalized the deal on the purchase, and we my wife, Brenda, and I, we started working on the plans on how we wanted our space to be laid out with classrooms and bathrooms and such. My, my friend Donnie was down at the bazaar and he was talking to his friends and he says, oh yeah, he said, we finally bought a place and we're going to have a center in Barat, you know, for the Adventist church. And uh, the guy says, well, what space did you, were you going to buy? He says, oh, it's, it's, he showed him the plan on his phone because I I'd sent everybody the plans and pictures of everything. And uh, he says, it's this end of this building right here. And he goes, oh, it's the same place I wanted to buy. He said, but the guy wouldn't sell it to me. And uh, I, he said, well, what, do you, what did you want to put there? He goes, well, I wanted to put a supermarket in there. But he wouldn't sell it. He goes, I offered him 250,000 euro for that space. But he, he wouldn't budge. Well, it was a space that he had sold us. And he sold it to us for considerably less. I had told him what we were going to be doing there. This man was a devout Muslim. The, the owner of the building, the builder. And he knows I'm a Christian. He knows that we're going to have a, a center there for the community as well as a church. And he was really excited about that because he's going to be living upstairs, one floor up from where we're going to be. And we started trying to figure out why um, he wouldn't sell this for a substantial amount of money more than what we had offered him. And the only thing we could figure out that is that we weren't going to be selling alcohol in a supermarket. 
Um, we weren't gonna be selling pork products because we weren't gonna be doing that kind of operation there. And that God's got a plan for this man. Now, I'm not gonna tell you what his name is, but if you'll just pray for the owner of this building, God's got a, a plan for him. I don't know exactly what it is, but God's hand has been in this for so long and brought us to this that within the next two months, we're probably going to take possession of our space and we're going to be able to start getting it outfitted for, for classes and for worship space and, and for opening throughout the week. And uh, his family lives upstairs. He's got children. I know they're going to come downstairs for our English programs that we're going to have. And I, I just know God's got a plan for this man. Every time I see him, he comes and he, he says, it's been a long time since I've seen you. The hugs and kisses, you know, two kisses on each cheek. And it's just a, a really neat way that God's built this relationship. I've asked him as the building was started, I said, do you mind if I go in occasionally and take pictures? And he says, you've got the keys, it's your place. He says, you can go there anytime you want. I've told all the workers that this is your building. So, you know, I don't know exactly what God's plan is, but he's very influential in the city. And when Brendan and I first moved to Albania, we prayed that God would introduce us to influential people. And that's how the story has gone for 12 years, from the mayor to the U.S. ambassador to all these different people that have come to our home and spent time with us. This man has now been in my home along with his Muslim brothers. Um, as we discussed what we were going to do, and all of them were on board with what we were going to be doing in our center. So please pray for the center of influence that is going to be created in the city of Barat, Albania. If you would like to know more or read stories um, of how things have progressed over the years on our project, please go to afmonline.org, go to the Missionary tab, click on Sean and Brenda Mays, and you scroll back through our stories, see what's progressed in our project. If you'd like to help, there's tabs there on how you can be part of our, our prayer team, part of our support team. Whatever God is laying upon your heart, please, we'd love to have you on our team. So as we started to formalize these plans for the center of influence that we we're going to be having in the city, we really wanted to know what the felt needs in the city were, what people wanted out of a, a community center, what kind of things we could offer. Now going door to door in, in Albania and a lot of parts of the world is very frowned upon. So we wanted to be able to find a, a, a avenue where we could reach the people, ask them to take a short survey. So we went to the center of the city. And we found out all of our church members took surveys. Some of them took them to school. Some of them took them to their workplaces. Others stood on the, at the bus stops and they just talked to people, building relationships and asking, hey, you know, I've got this short survey of different things we'd like to offer. And we'd like to know if you think these are things that Albanians would like to have as far as classes, maybe parenting classes, stop smoking classes, health classes, things that are going to be a benefit. And as they went through the list, we had a list of about 10 items on this survey, and people started checking every single item, and they would put a, a star by the ones that they thought were really needed. And they said, you know, you've got a lot of great things here, but 
Could we add some things to the list? Can we write in some things? And we're like, absolutely. Any ideas that you have, write them in. We met one man who works at the city hall and he was very excited about this center. And he was very excited about what we wanted to offer. He had his own ideas, but he also said, I would like to be part of this. When you're up and running, I would like to help. So there's people in our community, outside of our organization, outside of our church, um, but they're still within our span of influence that want to participate, they want to help, and they really want to see this move forward. So, so one, of, you know, one of the problems that I had during the surveys is you know, I would print them out at home instead of going down to a print shop in town. And I, I, I got these, uh, these clipboards for, one me- for each member of the church, and I put about 50 surveys on each one. I figured, that's going to be plenty. I'm printing too many. And uh, within a few hours, I was getting phone calls from my church members. Hey, I need more surveys. I, I ran out and I bought another ream of paper, had to get another toner cartridge from my, my printer. I printed out another couple hundred surveys. They took those. And when we left to come here to be able to share these messages or these stories with you, I left them another ream of paper already printed, ready to go so they can take more surveys. But it's a good thing when they're running out of these things and and more people want to know what's going on. So our city, city of about 65 to 70,000 people, and I'm sure that we've probably already hit in surveying people maybe five, roughly 5% of the population in our city from all over both sides of the city. So God's got a plan there, and we're going to see some great things happening. Did you enjoy these stories? Here's how you can add more stories to your daily missions diet. Point your browser to afmonline.org. Scroll down and click on Get a Free to Subscribe. That's afmonline.org. Thank you for listening to Frontier Missions Journal.